Hello and welcome to the unofficial, unsanctioned women's UCI cycling show. My name is Aviva, and with me as Aviva is Aviva. How are you, Aviva? <laughs> I may or may not be in a post-tour come down. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dan, and um, Sarah has been at the Aviva Women's Tour, um, the British cycling race, uh, stage race of the last week. And um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot more racing to talk about, but given that you've just been there, Sarah, I thought maybe we'd start this episode off talking about the tour. Oh, it was wonderful. Yeah, I've been down at the Aviva Women's Tour, which is um, last year known as the Friends Life Women's Tour. It's a tour. It's really interesting, actually. It's a tour that's um, it's in its second year only, and it's in the in the kind of in the east of England area. Um, yeah, I was doing the live Twitter, so if you're following on Twitter, thank you very much. I was uh, really enjoying it, and so basically, I spent the week um, getting up really early getting to the race to watch it all, getting prepared, seeing few riders in the car park, seeing the atmosphere at the race start, jumping into a car and typing like a lunatic on my laptop in the back seat of a car going around the corners at race speed. Oh my God, they're fast. Um, getting off, running around, podium, press conferences, more content, more content. So like basically you were in your element and you were feeling very happy and having a wonderful time. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and um, doing the best that you could to be every cycling fan's arch enemy uh, by living their dream instead of them. <laughs> you know what the best best part was? So there, there's, I'm going to say there's lots and lots of best parts. Um, actually, one of the very best parts was getting into every now and every whenever I had time, I'd find I'd, I'd if there were like kids hanging around, I'd say, Hey, do you want me to go and introduce you to some of the riders? Who's your favourite rider? Come and let me introduce you to them. And uh, you know, take them around and find their favourite rider and introduce them, you know, whether they were little small kids with their parents or, you know, young teenager or a young teenager, you know, kind of going, Yeah, this is them, this is them, this is them which was wonderful. And um and in one case so on Friday I saw a girl, a like seventeen year old girl and her dad, um, and her mum her granny and they were like oh I don't know where to go and I stopped and said hey do you know that this? and the girl was in a wiggle kit it's like do you, do you know that if you go down that road there's the riders and the setup and you can watch that I really really recommend this I think it's better than the sign-ons and they're like what really and I'm like yeah 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 go go and especially wearing your wiggle kit go up and say hi to wiggle and this girl was like oh do you think I should I, I felt really embarrassed I really didn't wear it today anyway they go down the road I see her later and I'm like, oh hi how, how are you doing did you find them again we found Mariana Voss and we're going riding with her. <laughs> well, I can understand a lot of people, especially if they're slightly nervous, might confuse the Rabo and Wiggle Kits, but um, that's a hell of a mistake to make. No, no, basically, Mariana, because Mariana, um, on, when, uh, on, on Friday, I saw her out the window, the first sprint point, I was like, that's Mariana Voss by the side of the road. And Guy Elliott and Dean Downing, who was in the car with for four days, went, no, 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 you're wrong, Sarah. You must have just got mistaken. No, no, that's Mariana Voss. I swear it. I'm, I can boss spot. <laughs> I, could, I could tell from the hair under the helmet. <laughs> well, you know, there aren't that many people on the, on the, on the country roads of England wearing a rabo kit with rainbow stripes. But we were going past it quite fast. Um, I'm proud. I, I'm just saying. Like, I wasn't looking out the window very often, but I spotted Mariana Voss. And they're like, no. Nah. And she was so on them. On Saturday, she but basically she got a group ride going on Saturday to take her to you know show me some places on the course and then take me to the finish line. And on Friday, Stassi and her dad 
um, who they were just fangirling like crazy people, rode with her to to Hemel Hempstead. <laughs> well, hey, you know. So I said, to, so I, you know, on Twitter they're like, ah, oh my god. So I said to her, I think it's the right choice to wear your kit today. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so that was one of the very best things and i can't remember what the other very best thing was <laughs> I, i'm sure i'm sure it'll come back to you i mean oh no the very best thing is on the last two nights that we stayed in the team hotel stayed in the team hotel with bigler and with a load of other teams and i was we we're watching the, the tv in the bar the tv highlights in the bar on the big screen and Bigler come down because they can't get it into the room. So we're watching it with Bigler. And it was the, <laughs> the day where Sharon Lords had attacked on the first Queen of the Mountains and then kind of um, lost us a bit and dropped back a bit. And then was out in a breakaway later for, you know, out trying to get to the breakaway and then in the breakaway. So there's Sharon laughing at her own climbing and the team laughing at her climbing and just mocking each other and like just mocking Sharon. And it was just such a nice, 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 nice <laughs> atmosphere. Well, and on Saturday that night, would been, that would have been awesome. I have to on that comment on, on that note. I have to say, I imagine something remarkably similar must have happened with the Orica Riders every time Mel Hoskins went up for the the <laughs> Com jersey. Mel Hoskins. Um, this is not this isn't too spoilery. But on the first day, she she, uh, she, she I think on the second day she won Queen of the Mountains, and everyone was like, "Ha ha, Mel Hoskins. She's a trackie. She's a Team Pursuit World Champion and a sprinter. Ha ha, Mel in red and polka dots. Ha ha and on the press conference on Saturday, she was like, yeah, it started as a bit of a joke, but I've got attached to my polka dots. I'm going to fight to keep them. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. That, yeah, so I think they were kind of teasing her about yeah. that. But, you know, she was like, you know, I took my chance to get it. And then once I had it, well, I'm going to fight for it, aren't I? Yeah, exactly. So she has a very dry sense of humor. She's very like, she's got, she doesn't take herself seriously. Oh, anyway, Saturday night. I was watching the TV highlights with Mariana Voss and in a group of people, but Mariana Voss was like, was talking to Mariana Voss and she's like, it's saying it's harder to watch it on TV, even when you know the results, than it is to ride it. Especially because it was a very, very, very technical finish. So she's watching it going, oh! Like, as in, as in more scared or as in she yeah, was watching it going, scary. right, right, okay. You know, because the technical finish, I was saying to her, I just want to see Lucinda Brand in those corners. You know, like, wow, it was such a Lucinda Brand finish. I would have just love, 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 love to have seen Lucinda take those corners because, wow. But, yeah, so those are my highlights. I've got quite a few more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it does seem does seem like you're running out of material. Maybe we should go. This is even shorter than our pre-women. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, maybe we should yeah. actually tackle some of the racing. I don't know. Random, weird thought. Probably a, a bit of a change from what our uh, our listeners are used to. But maybe we want to talk about some of the racing. Yeah, sure. Um, so stage one. Um, it's it's quite an interesting tour, and and I'm going to come on to some of the things people say about it afterwards. But what I just want to remind people is, you know, like these things happen in retrospect. And stage one was a really really hard day. It was a really really difficult day because it was a, it was a kind of perfect race you know like it's a perfect opening stage it was super 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 exciting um the racing was phenomenal um so there's been a uh there's been a, a there've been lots of attacking earlier on in early on in the race with riders trying to get away and they had a six rider break which had which was started by um uh i want to say um corin rivera maybe and marta tagliaferro yeah and it quickly became four with oh or corin uh, with heather or maybe heather fisher and corin rivera or heather fisher and katie hall anyway so it starts off with heather fisher the team usa katie hall and corin rivera both of united healthcare um 
Marta Tagliaferro of, Tagliaferro of Ali Cipollini, and then Eleanor Barker of Matrix, and Katie Archibald of um, uh, um, uh, 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 Perlazini Sports Tours International. So they've got a break of six. And then on the final climb, Katie Archibald drops off that front group, and it's a break of five. And they're just, and it was like a really, really interesting group because Katie Hall is a, is my domestique of the season, a really, really good climber. Ellie Barker's a time trialist. Um, Martha Tagliaferro and Corin Rivera are massive sprinters. And um, poor Heather Fisher crashed out of that break as well, so it's like down to four people. But they're kind of charging, charging, charging to Albrough, which is on the coast. So the last three, it was a long, long, long straight run in of three kilometres in. Yep. Anyway, you kind of sit there going, right, well, and the break had been got out there and they got stopped by a railway barrier, by a level, they, they, they got through a level crossing and the peloton was stopped by the level crossing. Right, right. So, so did they, they neutralise or what? No, 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 no. They're like, no, it's racing. That's racing. Um, they were already on, you know, because they were they were gone and down the road when the level crossing crossed. The ironic thing was was that they checked about this level crossing and rail the rail service and go, no, no, it's all right. It's a very, very rarely used line. Hardly ever crosses. La la la. It'll never happen. It won't happen when your race is on. You know, they're like, oh, God, right. Like, so, so which team was it that paid the railway? <laughs> like, what, yeah. what? Which conspiracy are we going for here? Um, yeah. Yeah. So there is an enormous chase. So they get up to like two and a half minutes or something and they're kind of pounding into Albra. And as they come into Albra, the, dro- the gap is dropping and dropping and dropping and dropping. And you kind of have one of those things where you're, you know, at four minutes, the gap is 40 seconds. At three minutes, the gap is 30 seconds. At two minutes, the gap is 24 seconds. And at one kilometer, sorry, at two minutes, at two kilometers, uh-huh. the gap is 20, 24 seconds. And at one kilometer, it's only 10 seconds left. Yeah? Right. It's like, oh my Oh my God, they just got caught just like, I think it's within uh, the 400 meter mark, 300 meter mark, like so close. And Lizzie Arm, big, 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 big bunch sprint. Lizzie Armistead wins and then has this enormous crash after the finish line. And it's Mm. like, yeah, yeah. I remember because that happened for me obviously it was a it was a work night when the stage was on so the stage was still going when i went to sleep and i woke up the next morning to see twitter full of it was actually quite horrible in a way because like i i'm reading in time order so i'm seeing you know um bunch sprint lizzie amatstead wins yay lizzie's had a terrible crash it's been 15 minutes she's still on the ground i'm most like oh my god no yeah, 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 and it's and it's. I mean, the thing is, is there's there's a there's a. This isn't just this tour, but it's a rule, and it's a rule I personally go with anyway. Yeah, it's not. This isn't a hardship for me, but the thing that you do is when there's a crash, you don't tweet about it until you know what's happened. You don't. Mm. And uh, the, the 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 ethical thing to do is to not mention it until you know what's happened, because like so many someone just described it. Basically, you describe a rider going down. And then you never actually remember to say, oh, yeah, and so-and-so's back in the peloton. But at home, her friends and her family and her loved ones are watching to see what's happening. And, and, you know, you can't see and you don't know. And then you just don't. And it's awful and horrible and terrible, you know. So to kind of, you know, you just it's just not good for anyone. So yeah. the, the people to share that information with a, with, a, with, a, with a family or, you know, or a partner yeah. are the team. You know, yeah. are the team who can say, yeah, she's in hospital or we've spoken to her or, yeah, this has happened, she's fine. Mm. Yeah, she was a bit battered, but she got up, you know, and it's yeah. so it's kind of like... So I, I can't imagine for for what it was like at that time. I mean, the benefit of me waking up the next morning and seeing it was that, you know, two scrolls later, I was caught up to the bit where she's been to hospital and been scanned and amazingly enough, nothing broke and she's okay. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, basically that she's lying in the road with him giving her gas and air. Mm. And immediately, because um, one of the Total Women's Cycling had filmed the sprint, and they just chucked it onto their website before they knew what happened, because, you know, you don't really, because she crashed behind the line, and what happened was, and I'm, okay, let me quote Lizzie herself, because it's very, very contentious, and what's the interesting thing about, about cycling, especially when you're there and you know what's happening, you can see what's happening, is watch the internet detective get to work, right? Yeah. Because people were looking at it, and this tiny, shitty video where you can't see it. Oh, my God, there was a spectator on the course, and, and there was no barriers, and, and there was a motorbike there. There was a motorbike there because one of the photographers, Larry Hickmott, was there on the line, and he was still wearing his motorbike helmet. So people were like, oh, my God, there was a motorbike person there. He was just randomly there. There was a spectator there. Who was that spectator? Anyway, I'll read you um, what Lizzie says. This is from The Guardian. So um, she crashes. Uh, da, 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 da. She said um, she could, basically she she finished this she finished the survey she finished sorry, she finished the race and she was cheering she had both hands off the bar and then she punched the air and then she veered off her line and hit a group of photographers she actually hit Mick Bennett the race director yeah. um, and 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 crashed and had these awful it looked terrible because she was down for quite a long time. Um, this is what she says. I remember sprinting, winning, putting my arms in the air, and then either a gust of wind or something in the road maybe dipped to the left, took my front wheel. I went to save it, tried pulling away from the line of photographers, but then I was just too close. The bike port just pulled me left. I tried to put it to the right, but I didn't have enough time. Right, right. Um, she's like, um, she's like, uh, the finish was completely barriered off. There were more press there than we're used to at women's racing, but that's a positive when you look at it. I don't win bunch gallops very often, so it's a new experience, but perhaps I'll do a shorter celebration next time. <laughs> well, it's nice that she's got a, a sense of humour and a, a yeah. positive attitude well, about also, it. But, yeah. but, you know, this is Lizzie Armitz that if she was pissed off with, you know, Lizzie does not mince her words. Yeah, she does. She doesn't, she doesn't, she's a really, really outspoken, she's just like Cab. She's an outspoken um, rider who says what she thinks. She says, um, it's a risky run in every race it was a complete accident a racing incident nothing could have prevented it perhaps apart from me not celebrating yeah so well, hmm. and, I, and i and i know i'm banging on about this because some of the stuff that was awful where people were putting up like like screenshots with like arrows written on them going this is what happened and there's a spectator in the road and who was that old man and that old man was written and this is why ned bolting bless his heart was like taking you know people yelling at him oh my god oh my god they, they were in the wrong place they weren't in the wrong place they're actually further the sweet spot puts their photographers further back than uci reg, uh, regulations are and the reason mick bennett is there is because he's marshalling the photographers he is definitely if you're a photographer at the race you know that you don't get to even step a foot out of line in the wrong place with nick and this is all through the two satire series mm. always all through the menace yeah, no, no, it's, it's true he, he killed two on the first day i'm told <laughs> well, he, he has been known to like right i'm taking your credentials off you get out um you know it's he's 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 very he, he's an ex he's an ex-olympic medalist um right. he's an ex-cyclist himself he he runs he owns and runs sweet spot he is not fucking around with rider safety to put it bluntly yeah, yeah? anyway so awful and it kind of was really hard because you want to celebrate the racing that was amazing racing it was like oh my god right down to the line you know completely yeah exhilarating opening stage you know like break just caught sprint you know and you know oh, and basically to win. basically yeah exactly like home, it was a fairy home, tale. home country favorite to win yeah know, especially because she had a really bad tour last year because she was sick and yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. you know, she was, and it's not her fault it's an accident you know i think that's the other thing that's interesting is people were desperate to cast blame before they'd even seen the proper video you know and 
you know, so, so I, I put out the sweet spot response, and the sweet spot response was blah blah blah. Lizzie appeared to veer off her line and collided with a group of photographers. And I'm like, oh my god, you're blaming the rider. It's like, no, no, no one's blaming anyone. Sometimes there isn't something to blame. You know, sometimes there is. But there's literally, you know, if she hadn't hit the photographers, she'd probably have hit the barriers and the spectators. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. it's no, it's not her bad bike handling. It's not, you know, we're on the seafront. It's very windy. You know, it's not her bad bike handling at all. It's not anyone's fault. It's just, it was shit. It was an accident. It was gutting. But it meant that we couldn't really celebrate that first day because until we knew, because it looked terrible. And mm. she was you know, taken off to ambulance. She was airlifted to hospital. And then, like, a couple of hours later, it's like, yeah, Lizzie's out of hospital and she's back in back with Team I Hotel. I mean, honestly, what the fuck is it with you guys just, you know, oh, we're having a race in Britain, we'd better show off the NHS, you know? Like, <laughs> That's exactly what Lizzie said. You know, <laughs> she said that tweet saying, thank you so much to the NHS staff who gave me the best possible treatment. Oh, she is so God. cool. Well, for, for friends back in America, that's what socialised medicine does. Oh, my you know God. What? <laughs> another another rider who was caught up in the crash was Corinne Rivera, um, who is an American, and she unfortunately broke her radius in her wrist. And mm. I'm so gutted for her because she'd been out in the break and it was a great day. And she basically crashed because she was avoiding Lizzie's crash. You know, she yeah. she swerved and uh, took out one of the barrier feet and stuff. Anyway, so she had amazing NHS treatments. <laughs> So we did. So there I was on the last day. And Corinne, the, her team had made her a sling out of a UHC musette. Okay, yep, yep. She's got her oh. arm in her UHC brand of sling and riders are writing on her cast and stuff. And I was like, well, you know, this is what English medicine is like. <laughs> well, this is why you, know, you, yeah, you use what you've got to hand and, you know, <laughs> Okay. So, yeah, um, sadly, uh, fellow Brits, it's not going to go, but yeah, anyway. <laughs> well, okay, so so first so stage fun. first stage already had, you know, a, a fair amount of drama. And, um, so, yeah. and also the other thing was Albright on the coast is completely mobile phone dead zone. So people go, why haven't you treated the results? Why haven't you treated the results? Like, it's literally... I can only get get Wi-Fi if I stand within two meters of the press center. <laughs> if I if I stand there, I can't hear the results. <laughs> exactly. Oh no. Oh, you can't possibly grow women's cycling without without getting information out. It's like seriously, the results came out within heart, you know. And and also the other thing is, is that when you've got a rider being given medical treatment in the road, yeah. And and it looks really scary, and you know, you have got different priorities. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah, isn't the pricing. Isn't it so funny though that you go back to, you know, I'm losing track of time. Three, four years ago when we started doing this, um, oh, three, three yeah. years ago, and and we were we were we were like, oh for fuck's sake, it's been three days. Why aren't there results out? <laughs> and, and now and now you're getting shit thrown at you. By people going, it's been two minutes. Where are my results? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's like it's, and you know, for everyone going, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I mean, there is something interesting about where if, if a rider has to hit anyone, hitting the race director is the right choice. You know, the race <laughs> It's like you, you know, that's pretty solid. You know, he, you're literally—he's literally putting his body on the line for his yeah. race. Do you know what I mean? If something goes wrong, he's the one being collided into. And you know, it's uh, yeah. So we have huge, huge. So Lizzie's Lizzie, Lizzie was nearly going to ride on, oh, really? but actually the team, the team, you know, actually maybe yeah. the best thing to do is to rest up 
heal, recover properly, and then go into nationals and kill it. Yeah. But, you know, of course, we love Lizzie Armistead. She's a wonderful ambassador for, ambassador for the sport. She won in the just most beautiful fashion and gutted, gutted, gutted for her. I hope she heals fast and comes back and wins everything else she wants to win this season. Except for, you know, things that I want other people to win. But yeah. Apart from that, apart from that, she can win anything I don't want someone else to win. Yeah. Okay. So um, stage two was a longer, you know, here's the other thing. There's been some talk about this race isn't hard enough. Um, from ah, I know I, exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I saw that. Um, for, I, for friends playing along at home, there was an article on um, Cycling Tips' Ella women's section um with i i hesitate to even call it an interview it was sort of an editorialized you know bit of reporting on a discussion between emma johansson and um guy um elliot uh, elliot yeah um shit this is gonna this is gonna spoil some things okay so we apologize for spoiling things huh after because the there first... is a key piece of contact. Well, context. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna explain the whole thing. But you know, after the race, um, where in part of that conversation, Emma says that she thinks the race is too easy. Now, that is one of those things that you kind of have to massively take uh, a pillar of salt, as it were, um, and apply it to the understanding of that comment being that said rider has just managed to not win the Ireland. Yes, yes, and immediately after the race too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, like so, it's immediately after the race. Like literally just happened. So, you know, and Emma, much like young Lizzie Armitstead herself, not shy about um, telling you what she thinks, you know, and, and I'm not wanting to second guess or, or put anything into it, but, you know, when someone who was competing on GC and hasn't quite got there, and the margin, we won't spoil that yet, but the margin was pretty slim, um, you know, is saying, yeah, it's too easy. It, it's, you know, no, I mean, really what she's saying is it's not my style of race. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but the thing is, is as you took, go through, I and mean, the thing is, is so first of all, there's some context about the friend, the friend's life on this tour. When Mick Bennett and Guy Elliott, uh, the race controllers, got this race started, everyone said it will never be successful. Yeah, people were telling you're crazy, you're crazy to do this. People do not come out for women's sports. Yeah. And people saying it to me, oh, it's it's a mistake, it's a mistake, it's a you know, it's crazy, it's madness. And they actually had quite a difficult time finding sponsors. Um Friends Life came on as a sponsor quite late on in the game and they said they got to it was so frustrating because they'd get to like meetings, you know, meetings and meetings with with sponsors and they get yeah. to the very last one and then they go, Oh actually no. You know, because they are the first people to do this in Britain, and actually, they're apart from the Giro, which has a very long history, they're one of the first people in the world to put on a mm. race of this size. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. and they're a very, very good organisation who've been running um, the Men's Tour of Britain and the um, w w the Tour Series with men's and women's racing for years. Yeah, yeah. So they went. So one of the things that you have to do is you have to have local authorities who are willing to host you, like local council who are willing to host you, which, you know, and then once you, and they describe it as a jigsaw. So once you've got a start town and a finish, you know, then you've got to find, well, these are the people who said they'll have us. These are people who said no way. Yeah. You can't go on motorways. You can't go on, I don't think you can go on major A roads. Um, so that's uh, freeways and the next level down. Do you know what right, I mean? Right. And you, and there's limited places and it's got to be good racing country and da, 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 da. And they, 
in the first year, they concentrated on the east of England because they wanted teams to come when it was unknown and untried. They wanted teams to come and, you know, getting across in the Netherlands, people get their ferry um, yep. to Harwich. And you know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah, like, they, it's very, they wanted very to make easy. it as accessible as possible because yeah. it wasn't yet a destination as such. No, and no one knew if it would work or not. Yep. So they had, so they had it in those places and then they, um, Obviously, it was a massive, massive, massive raging success. But the other thing they did was they wanted to go back this year. They wanted to go back to those same councils who'd believed in them because it's a little bit unfair to ask those councils to put their money on the line and their, their time on the line and, their, and take the risks. And then once it's been proved, it's will go, oh, bugger off, right, we're going off to Lancashire or something like that. You know, yep. like, but it does mean that they have a parkour that's quite, that's not, not particularly hilly. Sure. So they took some. So they took some choices, and one of the choices they did was they got special permission from the UCI to have stages over 135 kilometers. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. So women's races are limited to 135 kilometers. They're also limited to an average. If you have a stage race, you have to have an average of 100 kilometers every day. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So normally, if you have a 139 kilometer stage, that's you know that's that's 40 kilometers to take off all the other stages. But they got special permission from the UCI and they fought for it and they got it. And congratulations to the UCI for letting them have that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is one of the longer. This is one of the longest. Uh, so then they have. This is one of the longest stages. Um, it's also kind of like this is not easy racing. <laughs> Last year, Ellen Van Dyke uh, went was the fastest rider who was uploading her data to Strava to go up one of the hills, um, one of the climbs. And a year later. She's still the top person, and the top five people are women from the tour. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that's better than any other guys. Any guys, you know, yeah. even guys who who commit themselves to just not not even doing it as part of a race, just training to get this this damn Strava section segment back. Yeah, yeah. can't do it. Ellen's still the leader. You know, these are not these not easy racing. So you know. Yeah, well, exactly, and that's 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 part of what I meant when I said you know you've got to take the the overall race situation in into the context of those comments because you know uh, as we you know uh, maybe not often but sometimes uh, are keen to point out it's the riders that make the race and yeah. you know it's it's the way it's raced as well as the course and yeah course has an impact but you know by the same extent um you know extension of logic um if the course were five days of climbing um around fort william in in yeah. in Scotland or whatever, I mean, yeah, sure, it'd be very bloody pretty, but it would get kind of boring by the fifth day, you know. Yeah. Like if you're not seeing different things happen, then you know that you're going to have people complain about that as well. And whatever yeah, yeah. they come up with next year, someone is still going to say they should have had more cobbles. Um, herbs, looking at you, um, <laughs> you know, not that you're wrong. They should always have more cobbles. But, you know, it, it, that's the thing. Like, yeah. Uh, okay, so it's the second year, literally the second year of the race. They're, they've already turned it into a race that riders, teams, fans look forward to. Look forward to attending in person as well as, you know, watching and, and reading about and seeing. It's, you know, it's a bloody good job, really. Yeah, and next year, the other thing is that they designed it specifically, what they wanted out of this year's race was they wanted a very exciting race for TV, because they got the TV coverage, yep. and they also wanted, they, they deliberately wanted it not to, the GC not to be decided 
on the first, you know, by, by, by the first day. Their, their ideal scenario was you'd go into the last day and you didn't know who was going to win. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They don't, they, you know, and I think that's a really valid part of the design too because you don't want, you know, someone, uh, I mean, I know you love short prologues, so I'm not saying I hate short prologues, but I am saying in this instance what you don't want is a short prologue where someone gets 27 seconds and that's it, race over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, and that's why they're against time. That's why they don't really like time trials. Cause they think that time trials change the GC. And we see that, you know, we see that yeah. in, um, we see that in energy walk tour with the, uh, I, with the, um, team yeah. time trial, for example, exactly. the TTT. I love, I love a good TTT, sure. but it does change the, it changes the nature of everything. And particularly when we're dealing with a situation where women's stage races are still, you know, only a week long at best. Um, well, this is it's, five days, man, isn't yeah, it? Like, it's not like it's not like the men's grand tours where you've got three weeks and a uh, you know one or two time trials actually add to the drama and the interest overall, um, yeah. or, or whatever. It, it's the kind of thing where that can actually change a race really significantly. And it's not that you can't include them, but that to include them does require careful consideration. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I read I read that cycling tips piece this morning, and I also read one on Rouleur last night, where Rouleur was saying a similar sort of thing that they think it's a bloody good race, but they think that to make it a truly great race, it needs to have more variety. But as they say in their piece, yep. um, Andy McGrath says in his piece, it's actually yeah, you have to remember it's the second year, and you also have to remember that they are limited by who wants the race there. You know, everyone has to, everyone who's going. I want the race to go to Yorkshire. I want to go to race to Yorkshire. Remember, Yorkshire has the Tour de Yorkshire. Yeah, they're not yeah. going to put on. They're not going to put on two stage races. Two stage races up there. And actually, if they did put on two stage races up there, that's great for Yorkshire fans and people who get to Yorkshire easily. But it's not great for everyone else. Do you know what I mean? And people in the south, in the east, absolutely love it. You know, and it's yep. very, very accessible. All of these places are very accessible from London. You know, sure. it's easier for me to get there from Bristol. Yeah, than it yeah. is to get to some of these. Than well, it is for me to get to most places in Scotland. And you know, and part of it too is also people learning how to race these things. You know, it's like in terms of of riders and teams. You know, again, it's the second year it's been run, and the course changed a, a bit. But you know, people are still learning what to look out for. It's it's kind of like. You know, uh, we talk with glee, with absolute malicious glee earlier in the season about flat Dutch racing and horrendous wind yeah. and, and sideways yeah. rain, rain that actually goes up, it blows that hard against you, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and stuff like that. Well, we haven't learnt that about this race yet. We're learning it still, but, you know, it's going to find its own iconic things yeah. and it will become known for its things. And yeah. You yeah, know, and so probably they... probably not just you know British cooking. So the other thing about it is, oh my god, don't <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, malt loaf is the best thing. Lex Albrecht from Canada um, was <laughs> really was, was completely, completely, completely in love with Sorin. Sorin is one of the sponsors providing the race snacks, and she's like, "This is amazing! I love marmite. I love Sorin. Where can I get this stuff in a? Oh, where, where, where can I get this in, in Canada? She said we've converted her." Marmite? Oh, no, Marmite. disavowed, disavowed. Marmite is the devil's waste. Oh, wrong. Oh, oh. But you, this is one of the reasons why working with women's riders are amazing because when you've got someone like saying unprompted how much she loves one of the sponsor products and she wants it to come back to Canada, yeah. it's like that's you are 
thank you. I mean, Lex is very, 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 very good at. Um, she's very good at like uh, the, at the um, at, uh, you know, just being very, very savvy. You know, kind of savvy, media savvy. Yep. She's a lovely rider. She's a super friendly, lovely person. But it's like, yeah, that was just like sponsor gold. Thank you very much, <laughs> Lex Albrecht. It was just, oh, yeah. I mean, you should see it. We, I think my favorite, my favorite start was Andal, where we started the whole race last year, and. Andal is this incredibly pretty little 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 town. It's all kind of golden stone. It's 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 extraordinarily pretty. There's a very posh private school, so there are these like children wandering around in Harry Potter style clothing, you know, around the streets, and all the what, team like buses. Wizard hats here. and brooms and stuff. Like cloaks and like strange archaic clothing. All the girls were wearing these very stylish long culottes, culottes, which were like you know pinstripe culottes, which are just like. Someone was saying, I, I passed a teenage girl. I was thinking, that's, that's an interesting clothing. And then I realized it was a school uniform. Oh, my God. Okay. So it's very, very posh. Um, and all the teams were like lined, were parked up down so, one street. So you say it was very posh. What that means, I think, is just that it's exactly like everyone from outside Britain imagines all of Britain is like anyway. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I mean, yes. And this race was... If you, if you, I, I was imagining that for for Aussies and Americans who hadn't been to Britain before, you know, when you're like racing through villages that are all kind of gold and stone, and then this really interesting ironstone, which is like orangey red and thatched roofs and slate roofs covered in lichen and village gardens and these giant high hedgerows, and everywhere's kind of all the verges are covered in this beautiful throffy frothy white wildflowers you know it's pretty much picture book england all the time and that's that's hilarious um, except it's not all the time because the other thing this is another thing i adore about this race yeah so we go to some very 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 pretty places some extraordinary pretty you know imaginary england places but they also deliberately take it through council estates and okay. um very deprived areas like the most deprived area in in the region yep. and stuff like that and you know, so there's people. So they, and that's that's wonderful. And they Waltham Cross, where where it started on Saturday, is is not a. <laughs> it's the opposite of Andal. You know what I mean? It's like it's not. I'm yeah. not dissing the area, but it's not like a wealthy area in any stretch of the imagination. And you know, you're starting there, and you've got kids from there coming out as well. You know, we're not just doing this race for the, you know, for people for for rich people. You know, who like who already like cycling and don't really need that much inspiration, we're doing it, it, it's deliberately taking it to areas where, you know, where this sort of stuff doesn't happen, you mm. know, and to mm. inspire, and where they've got really bad health outcomes and, you know, really bad poverty outcomes and deprivation outcomes and stuff like that. So to take the race through it and say, actually, we want to inspire those kids as well. Yeah, yeah, cool. It's just, it's just, Oh, it's like, and they do it deliberately. They do it on purpose. The councils do it on purpose. The race does it on purpose. It's built into the um, uh, um, the outcomes that they look for, or or that are required mm. for the partnership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. It's just, it's just lovely. It's really, really, really lovely. Nice. So, um, yeah. So it's uh, so yeah. So we're um. So we're up to stage two is where we are. So, (laughs) 
So, okay, I want to say something about the racing that, that you have to understand that in every stage, it starts off when they're all together, they are not all together. And I was talking to Mariana about this because she's like, I'm saying that we could see it from the car because I'm in the car that's right in the front of the peloton. So every time we look out of the window and whenever I'm being driven by Dean Downing, who's a former pro rider, he's five times national British champion. He won the five stage of the two, two of the, of the, of the, Tour of Britain, he won the Tour of Britain overall. Yeah, so he knows. So, his, what, he what knows you're saying is, he found it all quite confusing. He was never quite sure what was going on. No, so Dean's always looking out, of, out of the, in his wing, in his mirror, and telling us what's happening behind us. Like, there's another attack. They're going, and these are attacks that are so fast that they don't get onto race radio. Right, right. You know what I mean? Because you don't report everything because in women's racing, you're just like, attack court, attack court, attack court. And they only report them when they've got like, when they feel they've got a significant amount of distance where it's going to get somewhere. And even so, there were tons and tons and tons of action. So it's always the throws, action on the head of the peloton, very active peloton. Peloton in one long line. Very action on the front of the peloton. Many teams, many teams active on the head of the, pe- at the front of the peloton. It kind of, it's close to being an internet meme, isn't it? You know, such peloton, much action. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like you might as well just have it on a dictaphone and just press one, press two. <laughs> Actually, yeah, there should be. There, uh, there probably is a way to to have like several automated, like preloaded tweets. You yeah. know, and you could just do that. Press a hotkey and and have something to to tweet out. Oh, yeah. So, so this and this happened throughout the whole um, throughout the whole race. Yeah. So throughout the whole whole race, this is what's this is what's going on. Yeah. So you have to. So so Joe, I'm not going to go into all of that for every stage because otherwise I would be here all day. So um, stage two, uh, when the breakaway gets away, because of course there's a breakaway. Of course there's a breakaway. <laughs> now I'm laughing because. In the commentary, three times at one point, one of the commentators said, "There's not breakaways aren't often successful in women's cycling. You don't see many breakaways in women's cycling." Um, well, okay. To be fair, it's technically true that you don't see breakaways <laughs> in women's cycling. <laughs> that doesn't mean they're not there. It's kind of like if a breakaway happens in women's cycling and there's no TV coverage of it, did it really happen? Um, yes. But you yes, also just have to look down CQ ranking. Just go to CQ, go to the Macamin Beera race last week and just look at the results. I think there are breakaways in women's cycling more often than not. Yeah. <laughs> so, so stage two, um, uh, <clears throat> the breakaway, uh, we have a breakaway. It's, um, who's in the breakaway. I can't actually remember. Let me just pull it up. Uh, um, so we have Vera Kududa. That's it. Vera Kududa. Uh, for the first of all, a young um, uh, German rider from German national team, Corinna Lechner, gets away, and she's joined by Vera Kududa. Yeah, Kududa, um, so active, just attacking crazily um, all the time. Love her. She animates the race. She's hilarious. She's great. Um, so they're they're riding out together, and they're they're racing. And at one point, Kududa punctures. And Lechner waits for her because, well, I mean, they're partly it's sportsmanship, but partly it's, yes, two riders are better than one in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, and they're yeah. racing, 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 racing. They get, they, they get, and then Corinna Lechner, Lechner she's very young. She, the German national team is a development squad, lots of trackies. They're, you know, kind of giving them, like, make first taste for many of them at racing at this level. And so she drops off the pack. Kuwaduda is not giving up. She's, you know, ah, you know, just, just 
dragging on, dragging on, dragging on. Um, and they just doing that thing, which is slightly mean, where they kind of like are take, you know, they nearly caught her, catch her, and then they let her kind of have 10 seconds more because they want to catch her. <laughs> Sprint teams, they want to catch her too early yeah, because yeah. if you catch her too early, then it's... Um, then it's women's racing and someone else will attack. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's kind of... But they catch her four kilometres away from the end. It comes to this amazing bunch sprint. Yolene Dora from Wiggle Honda wins. Lisa Brunel in second. Christina Majerus in third, yeah? And there are intermediate sprint bonifications towards this race. And there's a, in the middle points and also at the end of the race, yeah? So Brunel takes the yellow jersey. Now, this is important because obviously at the start of stage two, it should have been Lizzie in the yellow jersey. Yeah. But they gave it to Brunel and Brunel really didn't want to wear it. She felt awful about wearing it. She, yeah. you know, she's really conflicted about it. So for her to through her sprint immediate bonuses and, and you know she finished second the day before now leads the race in her own right yeah but it is incredibly tight like it's literally seconds between them yeah 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 and yeah well, next... i'm not sure i'm not sure if it was this stage or if it was stage three where it, where it ended up but it was um it was um literally like one two and three were all separated by one second each place or something yeah, like that. exactly yeah. exactly so it's like wow this is yeah. amazing so, yeah, so you kind of go into stage three. And stage three is the longest stage. It's 140 kilometers. Again, special permission from the UCI. Yes. And it's hard because the thing is, is so the differences between racing in England and racing everywhere else, right, um, in Europe is, and especially with the USA, is that like Europe, our roads are often very narrow. Um, but, we'll, but what we have that's kind of quite unique that riders, um, especially the Dutch riders, are really surprised by are our hedges. You know, we're a very wet nation. And in the south of England, in the north, it's like dry stone walls. But in the south of England, it's hedges, um, hedgerows protecting the roads. Um, and also, you know, it's, it's to stop cattle coming out. They're very wildlife. So everything's very green and beautiful. So you have to imagine these races going through lots and lots of small, narrow, twisting lanes that are undulating. It's up and down all the time. Our tarmac is called is, is described as heavy. It's very heavy racing. Yep. And that's because our tarmac is made up with like bigger lumps of tarmac or something in it. But basically it takes longer for our tires to pass over, you know, you you, you go slower yep. on on the same tires yep. on British tarmac than you would on European tarmac. Yeah, yeah. Look, I don't want to get overly into the specifics, but we have the same thing that affects my day job. Um which is related to non-bike tires, um, where the the materials used in the road surface will have a direct impact on how tires wear and also um, how much rolling resistance there is against the tire. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, essentially, um, if I'm correct, you have more of what they call a, a um, chip bitumen. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and so, yes, that's a, that's a very, very true thing that there's basically, there's a little bit more friction at the surface area that's contacted with the road, which makes it a little bit harder to turn the wheel, which slows you down just a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, so you've got like, yes, yeah, so you've got heavy tarmac, you've got up, constantly up and down and you've got, um, narrow narrow lanes with these big hedges on either side so it's not like you know so it's quite psychological you know single track you know single, you know room for one car to go down which is really you know half a peloton lots and lots of twisting lanes going up and down it's great for breakaway riders because um this is the dean downing thing out of sight out of mind if you get away on a if you get away on a break you're instantly out of sight which gives you a psychological advantage so there was this moment on um stage two where the road comes up into this clear open open bit yeah with like yep in the fields very 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 long curving section where 
even though there's like a couple of minutes, even though it's like a minute and a half between them, the Peloton could see the escape artists. Ah. And the escape artists, if they look back, can see the Peloton. So it's like, ah, you know, charge. Let's get them. Let's get them. You know, I have to say, I'm really enjoying your sound effects today. Um, I kind of, I kind of wish that we had little animated things that we could, we could do because I'm basically imagining you doing some version of T-Rex arms as you go. Ah! Yes, yes, I am. I'm like, ah. <laughs> I am T-Rex Sarah today. So yeah. So mm. it's so it's quite so it's hard. It's, it's hard racing, and oh my god, that Queen of the Mountains was hard as well. You're like sitting here going up and going up again. Yeah, this is very difficult. This climb. So um, stage three, uh, they had two riders got away. Heather Fisher, who was out solo in the first stage, got away again from Team USA. And Chloe McConville. Um, do you remember last year, poor Chloe McConville had a pulmonary embolism or something? Yeah, yeah. It's a blood clot. Yes. And she had to stop riding because the blood clot, you know, they didn't want the blood clot to go to her brain and give her a stroke. Yeah, yeah. Those um, are not the kinds of things that you want to fuck around with. So. No, and, and also there's not that much you can do about it. You can basically sit around and take your medication and try not to encourage the blood clot to move further to your brain. Thank you very much. Mm. Or, yeah, or other places where you don't want it. Yes. So, yeah, um, deep, you know, yeah, poor Chloe. So great to see Chloe out there. Great to see Heather Fisher because she crashed in the first stage out there. And they're riding, 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 riding. And Sharon Laws attacks to try and get to them and is in all kinds of agony because she's like literally six. To, she was, I think she was eight seconds for ages. And in the car, Dean and Guy are just like, just stop and let her join you. Oh, my God. Because we're constantly sitting <laughs> on the race all the way through the race, you know. Um, oh, my God. Just stop. Let her catch you. It's easier with three. Come on, Sharon. We don't have favourites or anything like that. But, you know, you're like, we don't definitely don't do anything to change the outcome of the race. But it's just kind of agonising, like, oh, no, her gap. And behind her, Lex Albrecht had jumped out of the peloton too. But poor Lex couldn't bridge you know couldn't get enough mm. to bridge across so yeah um <laughs> probably all that probably all that marmite she had but yeah yeah anyway so um you got sharon laws heather fisher climber conville caught at three kilometers to go oh bloody hell <laughs> I know, and the stage, and it's a very, and it's a very, um, it's a technical finish stage, and there was this roundabout, this flat roundabout, I think, I can't remember, it, I think Christina Majerus just took this, she's a cyclocross champ rider as well, took this like cunning sideways cut across the roundabout, got this massive head start on the peloton, started a long sprint really, really early, and won. Well, all right. <laughs> Barbara Gorishi of Velocity and young British rider Lucy Garner third and gutting for Hannah Fort Barnes in fourth because it's Hannah Barnes's hometown and last year she was third here so it's kind of like oh, oh no oh, so close so close and then, so the um so the so the GC after stage three Chrissy Majerus has got the lead three seconds ahead of Yoni Dora four seconds ahead of Lisa Brunauer nine seconds ahead of Emma Johansson ten seconds of ahead of Barbara Gorishi yeah. It's insanely close. So, so, so close. So we go in, okay, stage stage four. They're back to about 100 and something kilometres. It's an easier stage. <laughs> um, easier <laughs> stage. <laughs> but they, have, they end up with this about, I want to say, under 30k to go. A break with Elisa Longo-Borghini of Wiggle Honda and Sabrina Stultians of Liv Planter. <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, you know, that break's not a threat at all. No, and they're trying to catch them, and they got a, like a minute, 
And so the other thing that Dean's saying is he's telling me the, the, the guidance that when men's racing, you basically, for the breakaway, you allow it one minute for every kilometre. You know, one minute um, lead is 10 kilometres, yeah? Yeah. So, so basically, if you've got like, if you're like got a 30, a 30, a three minute lead at three kilometres to go, no, hang on. No, if you've got uh, 30, se- 30 seconds. Yeah, 10 yeah. seconds, 10 seconds for every 10K, right? I'm not doing that anyway. Oh God, sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, but anyway, it's something like if it's you know, so you you just don't know where it, you just you just don't know where you are. If if it's you know one minute at ten, yeah, it's one minute at ten kilometers, two minutes at twenty kilometers, three minutes at thirty kilometers, is the kind of thing that oh shit, that's right on the nail of whether they're going to get it. And they were like, and and Elisa Lando Borghini won the Ronda van Vlaanderen and the Trofeo Binder World Cup when she won that a couple of years ago with a 30, 35 kilometer breakaway. Away. Yes, yes, indeed. It's not like she's unknown for this sort of thing. And, and Sabrina Stultians is a very, very, very clever rider. She's a she's under twenty three road and cyclocross champion. Yeah, mm. she is really. She won the under twenty three um, road, road championships when when Elena Cecchini sat up and celebrated too early, and Sabrina st- sprinted for her. Yeah, yeah. She is very, very fast, so it's like, oh, that's an interesting pair, but they're working, and it starts to rain, and it's kind of, you know, they're going through the rain, and they're just charging into Stevenage, and it's, oh, my God, just, like, the finish was just phenomenal. I, we, we, we kind of plowed, we went through it, because, so we're in the front car, yeah, and we kind of keep just ahead of the riders all the way through the race, and then with about 3K to go, we start caning it to get yep. to the end first, yeah? And we're going super fast. And the thing is, is that the riders are faster than the car on the descents. And the and the and the car is far and, and definitely through the corners. But the, so basically you have to kind of absolutely hammer it. So, so every time every time they're coming to a descent, Dean has to really put the pedal down and it's like twisting technical descents and he's driving through the corners to you know, it's yep. really, really interesting to know that riders are you know, right where riders are faster than cars and then when on the hills you can kind of slow down. And um yeah, it's uh it's like it's um so we're like you know we're like going over like the, um so dean said he said yeah they're cruising at 70 kilometers per hour on a gradual descent and chatting at one point he's like he could not the speeds are fun the speeds are incredible they're going at and that's one of the reasons why people aren't allowed to get away because it's a very 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 high and one of the reasons that you might say it's raced a little bit more conservatively was because it's a really 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 important race for some riders and some teams it's the like uhc uh, Lucy Garner, Hannah Barnes, British riders. This is the pinnacle of their goals for the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is their goal is to win a World Cup and win at the Women's Tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. Anyway. I mean, you know, Wiggle, who are having, as we've discussed many times over, a ridiculously great season, um, have were, were utterly blatant about the Women's Tour being their big race yeah. of the year. Yeah. You know. So they're they're coming into this. So the the Stevenage finish. They basically go up one. Set, they kind of do some twisty turning corners. Go up turn around and come back down on the kind of two sides of the same road if you know yep. what i mean yep so very very technical it's raining it's slippery oh my god it's just and and stiltians and longo borghini made it to i think they were caught i want to say they were caught at 150k to go um it might have been sorry 150 meters to go it might have been yep. 250 meters but they were just 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 caught screaming 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 sprint and lisa Brenauer wins the sprint and takes back the jersey yeah wow wow just 
just fantastic. Um, so say so, so Lisa Brunauer um, coming second first. First, I think it was Emma Johansson in second, and Hannah Barnes in third. And Hannah Barnes and Lucy Garner are swapping the um, best young riders jersey back and forth between them. And every time it's like, oh, is it is it a competition between you? So yeah, we've been racing each other and taking and taking and being beaten by each other ever since we first started racing. <laughs> you know, they're really good friends. They're yeah, the same yeah. age. They've been you know first lucy wins then hannah wins then lucy wins then hannah wins and it's just so they're all delighted for each other mm. so yeah yeah so that was, um so that was delightful and they finished the stage with with, with mel hoskins still in queen of the mountains jersey <laughs> which you know i mean it just puts a big grin on my face it does i mean how can it not it's i mean like you said earlier i love that you know like she kind of just found herself there, but then was like, "Fuck it, I've got the jersey." Like, why wouldn't I try jersey. to keep it? Why wouldn't yeah. I try to keep it? Like, yeah. So, so Lisa Brunauer takes back the leader's jersey from from um, Christina Manurus, um, and with the bonifications, Christina Manurus is nine seconds behind. Yoni Dora is ten seconds behind. Emmy Johansson is eleven seconds behind, and Hannah Barnes is twenty-two seconds uh, behind. Alexis Ryan twenty-eight seconds behind. Yeah, and. Everyone else is on 28 seconds yeah. down to um, 15th. Lotta Lapisto is on 31. Then there's a big back. So let's let's tell you. So basically, to get to someone who's over a minute back, you have to get to 55th place. Right. So you've got 50, and those 50, so you've got 54 riders within a minute yeah. of the of the leader. Yep. And you've got into sprint immediate bonification two sets of sprint immediate bonifications for the for three riders and you get 10 seconds for finishing first okay yep yep so you know so basically um you know for 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 Mayurus and yodin dora all they need is a breakaway to scoop up the intermediate points and to beat Brenauer and Brenauer, you know not to get any bunch yeah, bonus yeah. and they've won but if anyone gets in a breakaway everything's different again Oh yeah, how cool is that? And this is the thing. So this is why I kind of find it a bit bizarre that people are like, oh, it's too easy because that is not easy. How do you go in and race that? You know, you don't go and that's not easy to race. No, absolutely. <laughs> we're not talking about some super, you know, super. You know, we're not talking about. Oh yeah, well, you know, I had it, so we could just sit up. This is like let's fight at every possible opportunity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's a whole bunch of permutations about how it can go, and there's also a whole bunch of. Um, you know, teams who who have opportunities for for things as a result of it, and therefore are going yeah. to race in in you know very aggressive but particular ways. Yeah. Uh, and the Queen yeah. of the Mountains wasn't stitched up. The Queen of the Mountains yeah. was still in it. The points race was still in it. The best young rider was still in it. The best you know, the best of British rider was still in it. Everything to play for. Well, yeah. you know. Going into the last stage, I mean, yeah, I would love, everyone would love a giant hill. Everyone would like some climbing stages. If, you know, everyone would like the Kalberg. But, you know, again, like we said about places like Energy Water and, um, you know, races in, 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 you know, in most of the Netherlands, you, 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 use, the, you use the geography you have. Yeah. yeah. So the final stage is the hardest. Um, it's raining for a bit of it. It's for, oh, no, actually, no, sorry, I lie. It didn't rain. It rained at the start, but it didn't actually rain in the race. Marlow to Hemel Hempstead, Buckinghamshire, Hedges, flowers, beautiful, beautiful countryside. No mobile phone signal. That was fun. Um, you know, when you're like, when your job is to live tweet, I had an awful lot of, tw of, of updates basically typed into my uh, notes, uh, my text edits. So that I could just, as soon as I got the edit, so basically you have to imagine me screaming. So yeah, screaming in the back of the car. Oh my God. Oh my God. And at one point, because I was in a different commissaire car, I actually couldn't hear the race radio because we were looking after riders at the back of the race. Yep. So it's like, oh, 
okay I don't know what's happening and I haven't got like wi-fi so I can't retweet other people's (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't a very happy bunny on Friday oh oh poor thing well look to be fair I don't know that it upset too many people because uh, you know all I saw anyone saying was how they wished a person doing this could do more tours and other races (laughs) and stuff you know what if other races want me to come and tweet for them please please pay me (laughs) I'm very good. God damn it. I and, am very good. And reasonably cheap. Reasonably cheap. Um, very good. Uh, you know, I, I, I know riders. I'll, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've done this tour twice. I've done Energy Walker from Roadside. You know, you want me, I'm here. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Dear Giro Rossa. <laughs> Oh, yeah. well, hey, welcome to the unofficial unsanctioned Sarah plugs um, for yeah, plumbers for jobs. Yes. Yeah. 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 God damn it. Please, you know, please national championships. <laughs> picking me. It's so unfair. For a modest fee. This is what you get. <laughs> I right. start tweeting right. at half past six. I finish tweeting at 11 o'clock at night. I'm very <laughs> All right. Enough. Enough. So the final stage. Yes. So hard, 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 hard. And there is no one, no one going, going away. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like no one's getting away. Uh, it's just like, uh, um, yeah, they're, they're kind of going really super, 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 super well. Yeah. yeah they're just, yeah. Char- they're, they're, it's, they're trying and trying and trying and trying. And then Gracie Elvin gets away in the, in the, like, in the, um, in the, in the in the, in the exciting in the exciting break in this in the exciting break who was she out with gracie elvin was out with another international um another international group which was fantastic um four riders who god damn it it's only yesterday and i've forgotten already that's terrible um yeah so you had gracie elvin um three other riders that's awful um <laughs> and they caught they're going out early on but they're caught at the first queen and literally caught at the first queen of the mountains kind of, actually i can tell you from that because uh Uenia fernandez souza from brazil uh gracie elvin and i will and um and two other riders who are awesome oh anuska costa i'm yep, doing yep, this from yep. memory from rabo live and 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 da, 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 just 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 you know obviously if we edited this would come out super smooth <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah subtle hint not gonna happen <laughs> yeah emily, emily aubrey i'm so sorry so they're basically caught like literally on the top of the over the top by they're caught by emma johansson and lisa longo borghini so they're chasing 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 and then we have the most one we have claudia lichtenberg attacks Yep. Ah, Claudia Luxemburg. If you remember, she used to be Claudia Hausler. She's won the Giro. She won the Tour de Lode. She's won the Macumbira. She's a climber, climbing superstar. And she's like, she's just like attacked, attacked, attacked. Rah! And um, yeah, she's she's kind of charging, charging there um, through solo, like. And, and and at one point, she's a virtual leader because she was like forty-five seconds back or something like that. Yep. So when she was a minute ahead, she was virtual leader on the road. Um, yeah, and they basically got caught. Um, got caught. She got caught five hundred meters from the end. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, 
odd. And massive sprint with Hannah Barnes coming through to win um, the final sprint with Yoni Dora second and Simona Fraporti third. And then um, all the GC riders up there. So Brunauer, Mayurus, Johansson, fourth, fifth and seventh. And wow. it's like super super exciting down to the line but um because of the intermediate the sprint points the final general, general classification lisa brunauer first yolene dora six seconds behind her christina mayuri seven seconds behind emma johansson fourth at, at 13 hannah barnes fifth at 14 mm. oh no that's the that's, that's the yeah general, general general classification like wow yeah yeah that's an amazing finish Honestly, and like you say earlier, you know, when race organisers are trying to craft a race in such a way that you don't know who's going to win on the last stage, I mean, bloody hell, could you make it closer? Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. I mean, just spectacular. And so for everyone asking, oh, yes, of course it's going to develop. They are developing it. They're going to move. They've, they've said all along that they're looking to move gradually out of the area and into other areas. Um, you know, and, and then that's the other thing. Is you can never make everyone happy because there's tons of people going, will you have a London stage? Will you have a London stage? I want it to come to Bristol and South Wales. Yes, please. That would make my life easier. Um, I, and, and there's some amazing climbs around here. Uh, um, other people, you know, and then Scotland. yeah, people bang on about things like there's apparently there's some place that's not in Scotland called the Lake District that's all right <laughs> or something, you know, and then everyone knows that the best stuff is in Scotland, so obviously that, um, you know, so of course people are always going to want stuff going other places, um, you know. You know but, what? You know what the ideal thing would be? We are allowed more than one stage race in Britain, yeah. There well, are more than one stage races that's, in the Netherlands. That's, actually, that's actually literally what I was going to say. It's like, want a race? Feel free to put one on. No, I, mean, yeah. I don't mean that in a bad way, but no, like, no. yeah. But like, let's, obviously, let's have another, if there's let's an have appetite, race. Yeah, exactly. If there's an appetite building for it, if the, you know, um, the demand is there for existing races then you know surely it must be feasible to to look at yeah you know and this is mm. what kills me this is what kills me about the tour de yorkshire having alongside the men's race stage race a women's race that was less than 80 kilometers long yeah 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 if and what british cycling should be saying is you want to put on a new race like the tour de yorkshire fantastic you have to have a women's race alongside it you want to put something on like the prudential ride london gp uh, men's olympic legacy race right you've got to have a women's race too in london you know what i mean let's yep. have a tour let's have a tour of scotland let's have a you know you want to have races you know you want to have races and it doesn't have to be like tour of the sweet spot run the tour of britain and the and the aviva women's tour they're not at the same time they yeah. also run the tour series which is racing where the matrix fitness women's gp is at the same time you know what i mean yeah, there's room yeah. for everything but the challenge is actually you can't it's a little bit unfair to expect sweet spot in this one race that's only five days long at the moment to go everywhere because you know yeah. you start giving people lot we still had some long transfers you know you still had some long one long transfers that is like two out that's two hours long and stuff you know yeah. well you yeah. want to have it you've exactly you've got all of that sort of you know all of those factors at play but also the other thing that i would add is don't forget the number of races that you've already got like there is already a wealth of races to support and enjoy you know like you mentioned yeah. earlier tour of yorkshire um you know there's yeah. um support. 
but yes, if you like men's racing, there's a wealth of races. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, like you know, this is this is the challenge. Is don't when you're talking about this, dear dear listener, if you are one of these people who wants things in other areas too, please, 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 please talk to other British race organisers. You know, talk talk to the people who put on you know who who are putting on races that aren't you know, that aren't. Talk, you know, just say, say yeah. to the tour to Yorkshire. I, if you want to see racing in Yorkshire, you have to accept that while the tour to Yorkshire is going on, it's going to be hard to set up a women's race up there as well. So yeah. ask the tour to Yorkshire, tour to Yorkshire, Yorkshire race, race organisers to put on a proper women's race too. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We can have. We had. Look at the North American season that we had this year. You know, we could have a season like that in. You know, we could have a season like that in Britain. It, it's that we showed so much so much over and over again that people adore in this country adore women's cycling you know we had 20,000 school children out on the side of the road you know we had and the riders love it the riders love racing here because when they come here they get these incredible crowds full of people who are buzzing and excited and Mm. overjoyed to get to see the best riders in their world on their doorstep yeah you know it's 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 just yeah let's do it let's you know let's let's show the world you know let's have more of this you know i want everyone wants more racing you know yeah yeah yeah. and it's the same thing with people getting very irate about there not being live coverage which i understand i'm irate about it too but you know the people to yell at aren't the race organizers about that (laughs) bless them they don't have that power you know yeah, write to write to ITV and tell them how much you enjoyed the, well, the BBC the, yeah, the BBC. late coverage. It's just such a pity that it wasn't live. I mean, in this exactly. day and age, you know? yeah, or you know, write yeah. to the BBC and say, "Hey, BBC, I loved the tour, the women's tour of the women's, you know, the, the Aviva women's tour. Next year's the Olympic. You know, it's very important. Next year's the Olympic year. Please, can you think about showing it live? You know, like yeah. it's it's this is how to get it to make it happen. You know, right." Just we've got the power, people. Oh <laughs> this no! Race didn't just You're happen. in a hippie this race... showing. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> people. Well, okay. Um, shit. Should we talk about some other racing? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, to be honest, I haven't caught up with any of it, so I can see what's on CQ and stuff. So I don't really know the details. So yeah, we can talk about that. Um, there was one of the reasons why we didn't have some. Of, one of the reasons why we didn't have more breakaways, I think, that got away, was because quite a lot of the breakaway experts, um, Dutch. Um, Italians are all in are in Baku for the European Games in Azerbaijan, which is a contentious thing. Mm. Um, the, the the European Games um, it's a slightly strange competition anyway because uh, most um, uh, comp- most sports already have a European Championships. Like yep. if you're swimming or athletics, you have a European Championships. I mean, we you know we know that the that cycling doesn't but they recycling's european championship is under is is under um is under 23s only but it's a kind of slightly weird thing and then it's particularly dodgy given the um the regime that they're racing under in baku but that's not to take away from the racing um oh god i know what else we have to talk about so Ellen van Dyke won the time trial with Hannah Solovey in the second and Annemiek van Vlerten in third, Tassiana and Tashina fourth, Martina Ritter in the fifth. Um, yeah, um, Ellen won that convincingly by about half a minute. So hurrah, Ellen. Um, and oh. speaking of Hannah Solovey. Uh, yeah. Did you see, you know she was riding with Astana Pro Due, Ake, Ake, Ake Pro Due? Yeah, um, but, you know, we all trust that 
implicitly because they're members of the, you know, Purity and Cycling Coalition well, or whatever they call it. Did you see what happened to Hannah Solovey? Oh, no, 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 no. Did you no, see no, that no. she's been sacked from Astana for being, oh. too, dolo- to, to, for being too dodgy? Oh, my... I mean, okay, all right. Um, I just like whole how the how fucking how dodgy do you have to be to get sacked from Astana? Yeah, Vino's Vino's still on Astana. I, I yeah, but but how's that a thing? Yeah, I I but I'm but ah and stuff. She had a disagreement with the management team. She refused to go to races. She was unprofessional, um, I think, and um, is, is this stuff. And she was, um, uh, um, uh, what did they, what, she was sacked, for, they basically sacked from professional play. Now, there's a bit of a disagreement. The Ukrainian Federation goes, no, 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 she was sacked because she wouldn't take Kazakhstani nationality. Which I can believe, you know, I can believe that. So I do think there's something very ironic about the riders, uh, Astana, don't sack but um, yeah, uh, they uh, Asana have absolutely said no. It's definitely not because she refused to go to, uh, to Kazakhstan. Um, for Breto, he's basically um, she's uh, she. They don't care about her nationality. But the situation was unbearable. She refused to go to the race schedule. She no-showed for the Philadelphia World Cup, costing the entire team its participation because they didn't have a minimum number of riders. Um, she, uh, they, she wasn't getting contact with her. She knew they. They said we knew something about her activity only indirectly through the social networks. Where she right. saw she went to different. She went to races using different team material apart from the team. Right. But okay. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, look. I, I'm saying, yeah, sure, that sounds super dodgy. Um, and I'm certainly not wanting to take anything away from the super dodginess of it. But, I mean, I emphasize again, like, how fucking super dodgy must you be to get booted from Astana? Well, yeah, okay, here's the thing that kills, right? Astana, it's a bit of a win-win situation for them. They've got rid of the dodgy rider, but they still keep her points. Oh, well, then the gamble paid off. The system works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else has happened? We had on Saturday, we had the Omloop van Isle Delta, which is a uh, which is a 1.2 race. It's in the flat, 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 flat country of the Netherlands. Ends in a bunch sprint, won by Kirsten Veeld, with Monique van der Rey in second, Kelly Marcus in third. Yep. We also had the Giro del Trentino Alto Adige in Sutterol, which I feel really sorry for because this used to be an amazing race. It used to have those beautiful pyramid-shaped profiles or just straight line, diagonal straight line going up an alp. Let's just start at the bottom of an alp and right at the top of an alp. But it kind of has had struggled and struggled and struggled for over the last couple of years and it's gone down to a one-day race, yeah? But it was won solo by Amanda Spretti. Oh, Spretti! Nice! Spratty's first uh, UCI win of the season with Anazita Maria Stricker in second, uh, 50 seconds behind her in, from a group of 14. Lara, Lara Viacelli uh, in third, Catherine Garfoot and fourth, Lizzie Williams fifth. Yeah. And the final, final thing we need to talk about are more in Baku. Uh, more in Baku. I've just lost my Baku results. That was clever of me. I seem to have 
got rid of them. Um, ba-bum, ba-bum. Um, so, yeah, in the road, they also had the women's road race, which you can see live on YouTube. And that was won by um, Lena Amielusic of, uh, of um, Velocio Stram, right, oh, from Belarus, riding for Belarus, um, who got to the finish in a small, small group of three. Kasia Niodoma of Poland, same time. Anna van der Breggen, same time. Ellen van Dijk, uh, after, you know, uh, four. Um, just like 20 seconds behind them and Rossella Ratto in fifth yep. uh, a couple more seconds behind them Valley Spandalara sixth Annemiek van Vleuten seventh so yeah so um, yeah that's been the <laughs> that's been your cycling that is quite cool um, and a lot going on so you yeah. know what's happening yeah you know it's a lot going on but guess what There's we a lot only more get up. more because oh, you know what's God. happening this week's um, this week I'm it's just... the European it's national championship. Oh, week. European champs. Right, right. Wow. Um, no, 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 not European champs, national champs. Oh, okay. Just okay. Yeah. Right. National championships weeks all over Europe. Wow. Um basically pretty much everyone in Europe has their national championships over the same time period because it's just before the for the men the Tour de France, for the women the Giro Rossa. Uh the people who don't do this are places like Australia and America where it would be impossible to knit back and come back for it and also they have the national championships during their domestic season which makes a lot of sense so yeah 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 (sighs) well hey look um i had one last thing that i wanted to mention to you and perhaps we don't want to talk about it too much because we have been going for a bit today but i do just want to note because um it it happened on just last weekend uh but perhaps we can talk about it a little bit more next week um, was the North Star GP in uh, Minneapolis in the US. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you caught up with the, the news, but unfortunately this year um, the race organisers um, wound up cancelling the women's race um, because, well, they said in part it was a funding a financing issue, but also in part that had a low number of registrations for the race. Mm-hmm. Um, so U.S. Cycling made an allowance for Carmen Small to race with the men. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So, I, I mean, like I say, I think it's a topic that's actually possibly worth donating some more time to next week. Um, but it, it's interesting because, um, you know, it, by no means was it a suggestion that it was an attempt to, you know, establish a new world in which, it's all all in the same race or whatever, but it was just a, a way to deal with a specific situation. How um, did you do? I'm actually, I, to be perfectly honest, I was trying to look up results just to find out, and I can't find where she actually wound up. Let's have so a look. Let's have a look. Your, your Google Foo may be a bit better than mine in this regard. Let's have a look at my Google Foo. It isn't, so basically, we do love, 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 love American races, but their websites can be a little bit hard to um, navigate. Yeah, Bless try, them. And, try uh, and work out where everything winds up. So Exactly. You have to kind of go down like lots of little um, sub-things. Okay. Yeah. Uh, North Star GP. Mm. All right. Um, right, you, let's race. Okay, so she won a crowdfunded preem over $109 for being the best women's finisher. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. Right, here's the um here's the last last stage. See, sorry about this. We're rubbish me and Dan. We should have if we'd have actually got some uh, Well, if someone um, had gone back, you know, been away at tour all week and come back and immediately bounced up and down gone, "Let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast." <laughs> 
Yeah, one of them has been out on the road, damn, God damn it, Daniel. So, had time, yeah. I had time to do some research. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's not in the results. Um, oh, she's seventy second overall, riding for elbows, racing, racing, and seventy seconds out of eighty. So you know, it's um, yeah. Cool, cool. One minute and seventeen seconds back on the winner. Right. So, so sounds yeah, like uh, finished with the main bunch then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so so. It, I love North Star uh, GP. It's basically got a time trial, a crit, yep. a road race, a crit, a road race, and a crit. So it's it's kind of very critty. So actually, you know, not dying in the crit. Congratulations. Let's see how she did in the time Absolutely. trial. She is a time trial expert. And um, it is one of those ones that um, our our Twitter mate Chris Rivera, um, who is a huge women's cycling advocate. Um, and from Minneapolis, he's involved with this race, so I thought I might try and make contact with him during the week. Chris, if you're listening, be warned. Um, I might try and get some some answers from him about their perspective on it all as well. Awesome. Anyway, cool. I just wanted to mention that one. Uh, oh, she came 88. She came 88 in the time trial cool. out of 102, um, and she was 128 back on the leading man. Nice. In the time trial. Um, it's uh, it, over, um, yeah, um, so hurrah, hurrah for her. So, yeah. Cool, cool. Good stuff. All right, well, hey, look, everyone, thank you very much for hanging out with us Pussing and with um, us. listening to us prattle on about the awesomeness of forever. the Aviva Women's Tour. Um, it fortunately, was Fortunately, it wasn't literally forever, um, which – was. It should have been forever. I could still carry on talking about it. Um, I'm going to be interviewing Guy Elliott, who's one of the race organisers about it. So if you have any cool. questions, ask us in the comments or on prowomenscycling.com or ask me on Twitter at underscore pigeons underscore, where I'll be able to answer, ask your questions to Guy. So if you have any questions, um, bang them my way, because I always like that. Um, anything you want to know about the race? Uh, if you go to prowomenscycling.com, at some stage I will put up a post full of yep. videos because there's tons of videos. You can watch all the highlights packages presented by Mariana Voss and Ned Bolting. Oh, my God, I haven't even talked about how good Mariana Voss's commentary was. Oh, my ah, God, I haven't ah, even talked about how good Mariana Voss was at the race. All right. Um, with right. Uh, commentary by yeah, Jose Bain and So, everyone, I'll, um, I'll just keep listening to this while Sarah prattles on about um, all, all the awesomeness. And thank you very much for listening. And um, we will be back next week to continue talking about awesomeness. Way!